Hello, love, and welcome to your lovely intuition podcast. I'm your host, Riley June, medium and mentor. Through understanding my energy, intuition, and spirit, I have found the way back home to my soul, unlocking infancy in my life, relationships, building a six-figure business, and manifesting more in my dreams than ever before. I am here to help you deeper understand your intuition, why you're here, and what your soul is calling you to know so you can unlock those codes within you too. So take a deep breath in and let's dive into all things energy now. Hello, beautiful divine expander. Welcome back to another session. This is going to be a good one today. I really feel like you are going to love this. And we're going to be talking about all things making life sacred. And so this morning in the expander membership community, we did a meditation by Sarah Blauden. So if you're in there, I have posted it for you to be able to just enjoy whenever you feel called. Um, but in the meditation, she really walks you through this idea that everything in life is truly just an idea. That everything we experience is no more than a momentary fractional experience of something grander or something bigger. And similar to a few episodes ago when I talked about this channeled message that I brought to life all about the soul and how um, we are no more better or worse than a grain of sand on a beach. And that grain of sand allows itself to be in its purpose by being a part of a grander, bigger picture experience experiment that we call life. Now, obviously, humans are a little bit more complex and intricate than a grain of sand. But at the same time, do we need to be? I think the fascination behind it is that we get to be and we also don't have to be and that every person is born into different programs identities and conditions so that they can really uncover their soul's mission and truth and i speak about this often but what's really powerful about this experience we're in right now this time in 2021 is that we're really going through this deeper level of journey within ourselves and just navigating what healing really truly looks like. And it's never one experience. It's never one way. It's never a checklist. It's never just a specific thing. It's the the awareness of life. I'm just really being very choosing of my words because my guides are wanting to pour through a message and it's um I, I'm working to let myself go as I let them come through. So um bear with me as this pours in. But making your life sacred is about being in the present. And we hear this so often, but we it's hard for someone who's not very conscious aware, consciously aware of themselves to really fully grasp and understand that. 
We watch people with millions of dollars have these luxurious lifestyles. We watch these people who have found solitude in, in the woods or just wherever they are project this idea, this experience of bliss. And everything that I share in this episode is very neutral. So there's no judgment. And um, to whatever, wherever that person is or where you are, it just is what it is what it is, right? And so everyone's idea of what success and bliss and just overflow of abundance of all kinds is going to look very vastly different. But based on our identities and conditions and programming in which we have been brought up in, and then equally chosen for ourselves, we continue to feel this deeper level of feeling lost and feeling um, unheard and unseen and disconnected. And healing allows you to go into this state of being. It allows you to observe versus react. It allows you to sit instead of just simply decide. And it allows you to have a deeper level of understanding and creating sacred experiences in everything in your life. So what do I mean by that? Well, first and foremost, we have to look at time, right? So no matter whether you're 15 or 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 or 70, (laughs) wherever you're at in your life, Time is right now. It's actually an illusion that time is the idea that we're born and we're this age and we're this age and we're at this point and then we're going to these places because time isn't a linear experience. Those are momentary fractions um, of your life and the time that exists is right now. Anything before right now, even the sentences that I spoke at the beginning of this episode, that's a memory now. That is nothing more than a memory. And everything that is to come forward from this point forward in this this episode, in this day, in, you know, this week, month, year, and so on and so forth, it's imagination. It's all a creation. It hasn't even existed yet. So coming back to a deeper self state of self-awareness and going through your healing journey is all about starting to recognize time. It's difficult for people to become self-aware when they're unaware of themselves to begin with. And so what I love so much about the way that I teach connecting to energy is that I teach it to you by going outside of you. We're so conditioned to feel and believe and experience achievement and success being outside of us, having a certain accolade or a title or an identity or a thing, right? And so when when applying that to a deeper level of self-awareness, we have to work with what we know, right? You can't break through your limitations and your ceilings and your barriers until you understand the root of what is even causing that to begin with, whether that's a belief, an identity that was placed on you from parents or childhood or an experience or a trauma. But until you can become aware of that, that pivotal moment where it all really ingrained within you, then everything is just kind of up in the air. It's either a memory or it's an imagination. And it's hard to be in your time in the moment when we're feeling lost and disconnected. So let me tie this all together for you here before we move forward. Making life sacred is about coming into the state of being being present with the time that is right now in your life. 
when you are working through breakthroughs and healing and limitations and really uncovering and discovering why you view the world the way you do, neutrally, there's nothing wrong with how you view the world, but when you're becoming aware of how you view the world, you cannot break through the limitation, the understanding, or even shift your perception or belief or reality until you understand the root the pivotal moment where everything was truly ingrained within you. You can think of it like this. If you're someone who's been in a car accident, you know by memory that impact. You know the moment where the impact happened, right? It could be something like, um, for an extreme example, if you're someone who's ever been abused or hit or you box or whatever, right? That moment where you had the impact. That was a pivotal moment for you because you felt it. You could not know you could no longer ignore it. It happened, right? Whereas when it comes to conditioning, it's things that happen over time. So what's really fascinating about this is being uh, more conscious aware of um, consumption and just like what me and my family are paying attention to. We watch shows, Phil and I, that the children are watching because First of all, we're not going to let them mindlessly watch TV like we used to or even we were allowed to. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but it comes back to self-awareness. And I know and understand what it means to be a conscious parent. And it's about shaping and molding the space, not my child, the space for my child to feel and to pursue the things that their soul was here to come and do. And of course, there's discipline because we get to instill structure, but it's so we're in such a different paradigm where or at least in my life um, I'm in such a different paradigm where I'm very conscious of the things that my children are, are consuming and so there's this one show in particular and it talks it's these superhero kids and they have to save their parents and um, they talk about how there's an alien infiltration in the presidency and they have to save the world and get him out and then there's um, another show where it's these robots these robot superheroes and they are um, the media is projecting this idea that people need to go and get chipped so they can be safe so they can be tracked so their life can be easier and these superheroes these robot superheroes who have been reconstructed they're very much out of society because they've seen what happens the more that they um, complied to that narrative and that they were while they were put in through trials that it's this like monologue of this robot superhero outside of society and how that's really damning them and so we watch this content and it's what we're watching is literally no different than what is playing out in real time in our lives and so we so mindlessly in most experiences and I include myself in this um, though my ability to have conscious awareness and self-awareness is a lot more heightened um, I can perceive beyond these experiences but I look at what's being viewed and even things like videos on TikTok and scrolling on Instagram and you know comparing yourself to where you're at and where other people are right that take all of these things take you out they take you out of being. They take you out of being able to create a sacred space in your life because the consumption, the things that you're pouring into your mind is layering on top of the ideas and identities and conditions and programming that already existed in your life. So when it comes to healing, you're having to uncover all of these different layers of things. And 
for no one person, it is, it's never going to look the same. It can't because we have so many different experiences. And that's why we see society in such a polarized experience because people are starting to recognize that we're not meant to fit in a box. The only box, the only container we're meant to fit in is the one that we cultivate and curate for ourselves. And so that disconnect is is a space that has, how do I want to word this, where you've been pulled out of being in your time. Because if you had the freedom of mind and the self-awareness for discernment and the full trust and capability of loving you in in all of your essence the mistakes the flaws the all the stuff right you wouldn't allow people to walk over you you wouldn't allow yourself to consume endless amounts of content of other people you wouldn't eat the thing that you hate yourself for eating you wouldn't drink the thing that you hate yourself for drinking you wouldn't you know, sit there comparing where your bank account is to other people's or to where your closet is to other people's or your life to other people and so on and so forth, right? And all of these layers and levels of programming and conditions and identities, they put you into this state of taking you right out of being. So how does this, how does this tie into creating a sacred life? And how does this relate to healing well through a healing journey through activating your understanding of your intuition you start to remove these levels and these layers and let me tell you for absolutely no single person is it easy because the more you're self-aware of the things that you consume the more anger suppressed emotions frustration um, triggers what's the other one anything that you have buried in your system is going to come up because you're saying to god universe divine your higher self wherever your belief may lie that you want to change and when you decide that you want to change you have no control over what that's going to look like because everything in the future is imagination it doesn't exist yet so you have no idea what you're walking into now we can set our intentions and we can put on our, put up our vision boards and we can really get connected to what it is that we want to heal but no ma- dependent upon how much conditioning and programming and layers of unconscious identity that has been placed on you is going to need to unfold and it's not a bad thing but it's hard Healing is for everyone, but it is not for the faint of mind. And the other thing that I want to express in this space is that it's not meant to look a certain way. I said this before already, but it's not meant to look a certain way. So if you do one thing differently every single day, you're already moving the needle forward. You're already allowing this process to unfold in such a deeper level of of consciousness you're opening up the space in your energy and in your system to be able to have the breakthroughs and to see where you need to set the boundaries and to acknowledge where your limitation is healing is about taking responsibility for your energy and most importantly it allows you to start discerning and not taking on fixing other people's energy because no matter how someone approaches you positive negative or neutral they're in their own energetic state and it's not your job to fix them. And that's something that I really had to sit with because I was someone in my life who always wanted to be the fixer. I wanted to, I found the most broken men and I wanted to 
fix them. I wanted them to feel love. I wanted them to know that someone could take care of them and I wanted that person to be me. And so naturally, I wasn't taking responsibility for my energy because that was very much me going outside myself. If I was taking responsibility for my energy, I would look into why I even wanted to have those experiences to begin with and then I would have taken the experiences I was in a lot less personally because none of what happened was ever done to me it was done for me it was uh, karmic cycles repeating to allow me to have a deeper understanding of what my soul was really here to learn and through that it taught me to love It taught me to love so much deeper. The more that I went on my healing journey and my intuitive activation experiences and continue to because it's never, it never stops at one particular point. It taught me to love all those versions of myself and all those people in my life because there was never anything wrong with them. There was never anything that needed to be fixed, which is really powerful. There was never, there was nothing that needed to be fixed in those people. It was a responsibility that was required of them and only them. And in that, and in the space that I'm in, I'm able to make everything so much more sacred. The relationships I have, I'm very conscious of who I spend my time communicating with and, you know, where I put my energy and attention. I'm very conscious of the time that I spend doing anything I'm a lot more conscious of how I manage my schedule and so on and so forth. So what I'm inviting you to take away from this is really look to where you get to make your life more sacred. Really take ownership and responsibility over your energy and what that's going to allow you to do is to be present in your life to understand where those boundaries get to be set, where you're holding back from expressing to others how you truly feel or how they they make you feel and and just the not worthiness. It's not about telling people that you are worthy of something better. It's about feeling the worthiness within yourself. And making your life more sacred really truly allows you to do that. So right now we're doing the Loving Myself Now alignment experience in my Expander membership community. And what's really beautiful about this is I am witnessing so many of you showing up for yourself in ways that you wouldn't have before. On a day that would have, um, in other cases, defeated you, you are honoring the energy that you are pouring into you first. And that's really what allows you to step into deeper levels of awareness. Because then the person that you were blaming for, you know, things being a certain way, you are now no longer giving them that energy to hold you back any longer. Um celebrating yourselves it's really beautiful to just see so many of you showing up in creative ways um 
ordering food that you have been putting off for a few weeks and today was the day that you were going to celebrate with that meal and the time you're spending with your kids and your family or reading your books or the way you're setting up your spaces to do your work it is so empowering it is so beautiful to really just sit back and to witness all the ways that you are creating sacredness within your life And it starts with one degree shifts at a time. It's not about getting all the crystals and doing all the things and meditating and all the times and so on and so forth. It's about doing little things throughout your day. That's why going into this experience, there was no task. There was no checklist. There was no outline. It was really for you to to find ways to connect with yourself. And there's there's a few of you who have reached out in different ways whether it be through posts or personally to me and asked you know different ways that you could create love in your life in your space and what's so empowering is that I'm here to guide you right it's up to you to do the work to figure it out and what's really beautiful about that is and I obviously if you're someone who has been responded to you know that I've said this in such a loving way that it's a perfect opportunity for you to get really creative with yourself do something you wouldn't normally have done but may have had on your heart and mind for a while maybe you open up a YouTube video and you learn to practice piano maybe you learn French maybe you you know, watch someone make music out of the most randomest things. There's just so many different things. One of the things that I really love to do is watch American Idol (laughs) auditions. I love, I am a sucker for um, singing auditions. And that's something that I truly genuinely love to do. There's no limit. There's no expectation. There's no guideline for this. So if you're listening in on this, you can still join us um, because this is something that I encourage you to really just continue to do even outside of the 12 days. The purpose of 12 days is that breaking it down, it equals the number three in a numerology. You take the numbers and you always bring it down to a single digit. So one plus two is three. And it's about the mind, body and spirit alignment. And so I know that so many of you are going to carry this on even after And I really, truly hope that you do because what's so powerful about this is one, the community was there to hold you accountable, but two, it sets the motion for you to really see the value in yourself by doing things your way. So there's a lot of really powerful pieces to this message, but the biggest things that I would invite you to take away from this is make your life sacred. You cannot break through your limitations and your barriers or even understand the root cause of whatever it is that you're feeling blocked or limited by at this time until you start to live in the presence. And the only way to live in the presence is to truly just slow down, to observe the way that you're living your life without judging it, without judging it, and just observe. And in that place, you will create more space, more space for self-accountability, more space for disconnecting from others who need to take more responsibility for their their energy. One of my clients, Michelle, she is, oh my goodness, I cannot wait for her to um, open up mentorships because uh, she is the first person I'm going to be going to. She knows every modality in the book maybe not everyone but like a good list of them and she has been doing energy work for 15 years and she is such a powerful powerful being 
But something that she does that was really inspiring is she holds everyone accountable to their own energy. So she has a chart with different frequency bubbles around around little um, people figures. And if someone's showing up in a certain way, she shows them the sign and she says, you can't come in here into my sacred space until you've cleaned up your energy. You're this and you need to be this. And if they want to go into her office or they want to spend time around her, then it's their responsibility to clean that up, not hers. And I think that's just so, I know that's so powerful because it holds other people around you to a deeper level of accountability. And if you're someone who, I feel this is a specific message, so I'm just going to share it. Um, But if you're someone right now who's going through a healing journey or a personal development journey of any kind, and you're finding that your spouse or someone really close to you is struggling and they're not on the same boat as you right now and um, they are maybe not even supporting you in the way that you anticipated or hoped that they would, remind yourself that it is not your responsibility to lift them up, that you lead by example. And uh, for context, this is something that I really had a hard time with the more that I continued to develop my consciousness and awareness um, and myself because um, Phil how do I want to tell this story Phil was Phil suffers a lot of trauma from his heart surgeries literally having had his chest split open and repaired and then having to have CPR on his chest within 16 hours of that surgery Um, And anyone who's had CPR or witnessed it, it is not a uh, beautiful thing, let alone when your chest is freshly sewn together. There was staples busting out, his entire chest blew wide open, and he became awake in the middle of all of this after having been knocked unconscious just from the trauma alone. So he carries and bears a lot of trauma surrounding that. So for him, he can, in some cases, when he just... Uh, COVID really put him into this space of isolation because he's someone who's very much of the earth and spending time outside and just being super, super disconnected from social media. He's never been about it. He's never agreed with it. He doesn't like it. He likes that I utilize it because it (laughs) creates our life. But um, for him, he can't get behind it. And that's perfectly fine. Um, But at the same time, it also isolates him from people, especially since we're supposed to not be seeing people. Not that that ever stopped us but um just not to the degree that it used to be obviously so for him he would have these outbursts of just like frustration and overwhelm and rage and I used to take that very personally where I'd be like you know you need to do this and do this and you can't be doing that and no 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 and now instead of taking it personally I just let him do whatever it is he's doing I say you're responsible for the way that you feel so if you need to go outside and scream or throw something at a building go and do that but you don't get to do it in this house this is a sacred space and I would expect you to uphold me to the same standard if I started getting you know overwhelmed and and outraged too And so he does and he goes outside and he cleans his energy and he calms himself down. Naturally, the outdoors is always going to calm you down and um, just rejuvenate you and or I should say reset you. 
And then he comes back in and he's, you know, I'm sorry. I just had a moment. I really just needed to get that out. And, you know, we make small shifts along the way. But it's not my responsibility to tell him what he needs to do and how he needs to act and what, like, all the things, right? That's his. And I lead by example by continuing to set my own boundaries and show up for my own stuff and so on and so forth. So making your life sacred allows you to naturally be able to set better boundaries, And it allows you to be more present. And it allows you to inspire the ones that you love around you. And if for whatever reason that's just not a part of their path and journey, you have this ability to disconnect a little bit more from um, an emotional attachment. Now, I'm not going to pretend like it's not hard or that's not a big decision to make because it is. But you can have a deeper level of discernment to just know that you really truly did everything that you needed to or could have. And then at the end of the day, it's just truly up to them to, you know, fix themselves essentially, clean clean up their own energy. So make your life sacred because the only time that you're in is right now. You are not in your past. You are not in your future. You are here right now. And it, there is so much magic that unfolds in just being just being here, just surrendering to the moment, surrendering to life, surrendering to the bills that might be piling up or the conversations you need to have or the boundaries that you know you want to set but haven't or the desires on your heart and your mind or your vision board, just surrendering to all of it is what comes from just being present in the moment and really cultivating a sacred space. You slow down, you stop focusing on the past and the the future And you just enjoy. You truly just enjoy. So I hope this was a powerful session for you today and really inspired you to take responsibility for your energy and making your life so sacred. And as per our theme that we've been going on, I'm going to share a really beautiful song with you. So I'm going to invite you to close your eyes and take a big deep breath in unless you're driving, of course, then just take a big deep breath in and just feel that breath moving in and out of your body. Feel the life moving in through your nose, through your mouth, into your chest. That breath is fueling you. You are alive. You are here. This is being present in the moment. I must have seen your face before I recognize that voice just met, you feel like home. Here I am in this whole new world and it's you who opened the door. Living from the heart can be scary at start. And I'm guessing you were sent by someone to teach me something new. I was praying for guidance when I found you And I never thought that I would say this or feel
Who's happening? 